Yep. Vibe Show 97.9. Y'all already know what time it is when y'all see me on this screen. Y'all know we about to deliver another exclusive. You know this already. I don't know why people be acting like they don't understand what's going on, man. Vibe Show 97.9. Like I always say, bringing y'all nothing but the most interesting people in the world, the hottest on the planet is what I like to call them. I'm just connected like that to, to these type of people. You know what I mean? Don't hate me for it. Love me. I'm bringing y'all nothing but gifts. That's what I do. This queen that I'm about to uh, bring in, you know what? This is my friend. We're not going to act. We're we not even going to play games and act brand new and all of that or whatever. This is, this is my friend, and she is doing amazing things and have managed to still continue to keep her brand alive throughout these tough times that we're in right now. I'm talking about singer, songwriter, actress, model, the one, the very, very beautiful and only Jennifer Messina. Let's get her in here. What up, Jen? What's What's up, Jen? Welcome back to the yeah. show. Welcome back. Thanks. I'm happy to be here. This I'm, time things are a little bit blue. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what? I'm loving the blue. I'm loving it. I'm loving the blue. You're killing the blue. As always, y'all get y'all fashion game up. Messing with uh, Jennifer now. Get your fashion game up. <laughs> How you been, Jen? I mean, how's everything been? Good. Um, I've been trying to keep saying, you know, it's still COVID season, so I'm just like, oh my goodness, we need all this to end so we can get back to work, get back to hustling, you know, get the economy back up there. So I know, you, you know, um, I've been, I've been good. I've been blessed, um, you know, to still be able to continue to, um, to maintain within these tough times that we're going through or whatever, you know, being in radio, uh, Got this, got it, got its perks. You know, we can keep keep going and provide platforms for amazing people like yourself. So, you know, I'm gonna say things been great. Yeah. Now, um, wow, lot, lot, lot has uh, lot has happened uh, since the last time you were on the show. You know, um, you know, we were excited and geared up the last time you came on here. You know, you were doing amazing things, had uh, music out then, and you're back with more music um exciting time and uh november 30th is going down real real exclusive so what i want to do is i want to talk about um i want to talk about you know the new project and all of that um also i, I want to start though with um the book because i had a chance to um to get into it and uh, I'm very, very impressed. And it helped me in a lot of ways. And the book is um, aggressive. Uh, honey, it's assertive. The forward and honest approach to self-confidence. Let's talk about that because um, being a book author and, and, and putting out a book, so many people um, want to put out books and, and have put out books or whatever. But I feel like this one right here, um, it's different. And I feel like it, it really, um, touched in areas where, um, a lot of people be afraid to, to touch in these areas or whatever. So, um, I was very, very impressed with it. Can we, can we talk about what inspired you to want to, um, put the material out there? 
Uh-oh, I can't hear you. Can't hear you. I don't know what happened. Okay, there I'm we sorry. go. I don't know what goes on with my phone. Can you All hear right. me now? Yes, yes. Okay, so this was another one of those, I got bored during COVID, and um, I got sick of like watching Grey's Anatomy and TV <laughs> all day. So I decided, um, I was teaching public speaking lessons also as like a side thing just to keep myself busy and motivated and to invest myself a little bit more in my personal skills. So after teaching public speaking lessons for a month, I was like, why not put this all in a book and just explain to people through reading how to get a little bit of self-help. Because I'll tell you one of the biggest issues I have out here in California, and this is no knack on anybody from the West Coast, because I love you guys and I'm inspired by your style and your lifestyle and everything, but when a hardcore New Englander comes out and and I talk to some of you guys, you feel like everything's a little bit too aggressive. They can't take it. They can't um, take it, Jim. They can't handle it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm very forward. Like, I'll tell you exactly how it is, and I'll give it to you straight, and that's it. So I decided to put it in a book because I feel like too many times, especially as women, um, we're looked at as everything is too aggressive or we're looked at as we're either too meek and too calm. So this is a book for anybody, really, um, to get an upper hand on life. How do I walk into a business meeting and be straightforward but not be rude and too aggressive? Mm. How do I make new friends? How do I make new relationships and set those boundaries so people aren't walking all over me or thinking I'm a pushover? Right. That's exactly how to do it. What happens if someone kind of gives a dig at me and it's kind of inappropriate? How do I come back at them, but but not in a way that's rude or not in a way that's being too angry? How do I put them in their place? And by that, I mean, how do I set appropriate and healthy boundary to let them know that I can't be spoken to that way? So just Mm. kind of some of my thoughts and how I live my life, and I put them into writing. Right, right. Another thing that um, I loved about the book um, that you touched on, you talk about um, accountability and you talk about uh, self-confidence in being the person that that you really want to be. Can we can we touch on that a little bit? Yes, we can. I think one of the most important things in an argument is always highlight what you did wrong, especially if you are going to come out of your way to tell somebody hey, I didn't like this, mm-hmm. you have a part in almost every single fight. Right. So unless, if you can't take your own accountability and what you did wrong or what you could have been perceived as wrong, then who are you to tell someone what they did wrong? Obviously, situations um, dependent, but I think it's very important to take a deep look at yourself before you start pointing fingers. And right. if you do that, you come across as being very self-confident because you, you stand your ground and what you believe in. Right. You know, why, why do you think that, um, that people, people like to be on the, on the finger pointing side, but then, um, you know, when it comes down to, you know, pointing out their flaws or whatever, um, they seem to have a problem with it, but don't have a problem with, um, pointing out your flaws. I think a lot of that has to do with, projection right Mm -hmm. Um, you're projecting what you're feeling inside onto other people without looking from the outside and seeing maybe what you could have done wrong because 
perception is everything. Right. One person could think that you're angry. Another person could think that you're upset, like more on the sad side. And then the other person could think that maybe you're just confused or crazy. So what is the full picture of the argument? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Um, I think that that kind of trickles over into relationships as well, because um, I think with, you know, forward thinking, um, being open, saying what it is or whatever could salvage a lot of relationships, you know, instead of pointing fingers, I think that it would salvage a lot of relationships because, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people can't really handle the truth. Um, truth be said, a lot of people can't really handle the truth. And I think that when people accept the truth head on for what it really is, I think that um, it, it'll make for a better situation, uh, whether it's uh, business relationships, relationships, or um, whatever the case may be. I think that just being forward um, is the best possible way to uh, to approach any situation. Absolutely. I mean, that that's what accountability is. Accountability is accepting that you are a human being and that you will make mistakes. But additionally to that, it's also owning it. Right. Right. How do you, you know, let's, let's, let's touch on self-confidence a little bit because, um, I, I, I feel like, you know, a lot of people are, um, I just, this is, this, these are just things that I notice. People, um, seek a lot of attention. Um, and social media is a way to, um, I'm, I'm finding that people are displaying it more. Um, you know, you can pretty much just look at somebody's, um, platform and, you know, they're speaking out through their platform. Why do you think that people, um, seek acceptance through social media? Because half these people don't even know you. Um, they, they display a lot of their personal, um, personal business or whatever. Um, it's almost to the point to where nothing is really kind of sacred. Um, how important is it to you to safeguard some of it, even if you, you know, even though you're in an entertainment business and, you know, your life is kind of out there a little bit, um, with being an entertainer, how do you, um, safeguard some of it though, to keep some of it for yourself? Well, here's the, the first thing I'll say is, um, if you're looking to social media for validation, there's an issue that you can't find validation within yourself. And I think that's the first step of self-confidence. If you could write down a list of everything that's great about you right. and try not to look at it as I'm bragging about myself, but I'm actually celebrating about myself. I think that's very important for people to do before they go out and post on social media. Being a public figure, I, I think it's very important for us to be unapologetically honest. Mm. Because if I'm constantly putting out this facade that my life is perfect, I don't have any issues, people looking up to me, what what kind of example am I for them? Maybe right. I'm a, a figure that they can get away from some of the bad things in their life, but like the reality is I'd rather tell you about how I've suffered or how I've fallen down right. and how I've risen from that than right. telling you that my whole life is perfect. Right. So I think that's my approach. I don't share absolutely everything I've been through on my social media, but I believe that I share enough about my current and my past life so that people can relate. And I want people to look at my music and say, hey, okay, she has been through a hard time, just like I'm going through it, right. but I can get through this too. Right. A absolutely. I totally agree with you on that. That's um, that's one of the things that, that I do admire about, um, yeah, you know, your whole brand. 
um the forwardness i do appreciate that and i do appreciate the way that you um you display different things you display the ups and downs um you know you're always putting out you know good energy um you're going to find something within your page um to motivate people aspire and get people to you know continue to keep on going even within tough times so i definitely applaud you on that thank you you know now with um with being because when it comes down to self-confidence i think that you display that on the highest level um you you also you're, you're totally confident um within your body um and you know you always do sprinkle um a little bit of sexy in there um and you you leave uh just enough um for people to make people wonder um, but at the same time, you know, you'll show us a little bit, you know what I mean? How important, um, is that a part of, um, strategically, um, progressing your brand forward? Because, you know, we do know that sex does sell. Right. Um, I guess for me, when it, when it comes to, to body image, I have to say, be unapologetically yourself. I feel like that's the most common word I say as, um, an answer to everything because it's not that I want to put my whole body out there. It's that I'm not afraid of my body. I'm not ashamed of it. I'm not ashamed of the things my body has been through. Um, I'm not, I'm not ashamed to show it. Um, I don't want to be nude, but right. um, I'm not ashamed of what I have. So I'm just putting it out there and I don't think anyone else should be ashamed of it too. I think there's a time and place for a more conservative look, like an interview. <laughs> and I think there's a, more, a time and place for a little more sensual look. Um, if the brand calls for it, the song calls for it, if the modeling photo shoot calls for it. Right. Yeah, you know, that that, that definitely is, definitely is, is important. Um, and, um, you know, I just, I, it's, it's certain it's certain things because one would thought and and I was one of the ones that got got kind of fooled a little bit till I started you know really digging into um Jennifer um and 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 like I say you know you fine now I'm not gonna lie I got a lot of I got a lot of uh emails in and 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 stuff like that or whatever you know with you know you 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 know you take care of your body you work out well, and, and, and I'm, I'm saying this for people um, because this ties back into the self-confidence thing um, as well for the other people out there who may not be comfortable with their bodies or whatever. Um, you know, just some of the things, can we share some of the things that you do as far as to take care of your body, um, you know, working out, um, um, you know, mental fitness. Uh, can we just share right. some of the things that you do? Because your body's, you know, you're, you, you got it going on. Um, so I think the big thing is if you work out, do it for healthy reasons. If honestly, I'll be very blunt about it. Don't do it for your image. Do it for your mental health more than anything. Do it so that um, 60 years down the line, you can go out and still be walking and talking and um, just do it for your overall wellness and health. I think eating clean is prop is uh, definitely appropriate. I like to have a very colorful plate. Um, that's part of my diet. I like to eat as organically as possible, not too much processed food. And like I said, it's, it's not so I can have this like perfect image. It's 
it's so that I can feel, I can wake up at five in the morning and watch my sunrise and meditate, which I do every morning, by the way, and live life and read my affirmations. I think, I think that's important why we should have a healthy body. Um, I do like to go to the gym regularly. I honestly have not during COVID, so I keep all my working out at home. I'm stretching. I use my foam roller to stretch out. I do my push-ups and sit-ups. I try to go for walks and runs. So it's just if you can stay well-rounded within your physical limitations, that's all that matters. Right. With being a woman in the entertainment business, um, you know, enhancements has um, taken a new wave. I mean, it's just like on a whole nother level, but, you know, I noticed that you keep continue to keep it organic. Um, you know, I mean, you obviously you're, you're, you're blessed with good genes, obviously. I mean, you know what I mean? Um, but at the same time, a lot of women feel that they, they need to have these enhancements, um, I guess, in order to be accepted, um, maybe, you know, by the industry or by people. Um, I just want to get your thoughts on, on that, because like I said, you are in the entertainment business and you do see a lot. Um, but I would like to get your, um, your take on that. Is that something that the industry is demanding? Because I remember, you know, at one point it was, um, you know, you had to be slim Jim, um, to, you know, in order to, to be a model, you know, they wanted the slim sexy, you know, then, um, then, then it, it transgressed from that to, um, the, the, you know, the, if the thick girls now, you know, that the thick, thick is in, you know, having, having booty and having everything, you know, curves and all, all of that's in, um, um, would you say that the industry plays a role in um, the, the, the shift changes or um, w- what would you say? Absolutely. I would agree because the, the public figures out there are the ones that are influencing people on how to dress, look, talk, anything. My personal opinion is if you can't fully accept yourself for who you are, you probably shouldn't be doing any type of enhancement only because the more, the more you do, the more you think you're getting closer to this perfect image of what you want for yourself. But at the end of the day, you're, you're not going to achieve that unless you fully accept yourself. But the other side of the coin is, who am I to tell you what to do with your body? Mm. If you choose to get an enhancement, kudos to you for wanting to really think through that choice and doing it. it is, it's not my choice. It's your body. But personally, I like to be a little bit more on the organic side just because I think we should be celebrating what we have. Right, right. Absolutely. Um, you know, I, I, I appreciate you uh, answering that. Honestly, um, Vibe Show 97.9, we just in here vibing out with the one and only Jennifer Messina. And we are just um, touching on some great topics um, here today. Now, um you know, lot, lot, lot has happened. Like I said, since the last time um, you were on the show, um, you know, we we en route to having um, a new president, uh, vice president. Um, you know, we got COVID going on. It seems like um, it's not going away. It's on 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 a rapid rise. Um, you know, we've been somewhat sheltered. Um, you know, and and having to change our patterns up from the norm of, of the things that we're, um, used to. And, 
um, us as entertainers in this business, um, you know, it tends to hit us a little bit different because, you know, we, we make a living moving around, going to shows, public appearances. Um, we haven't been able to do any of those things. Um, just want to know your thoughts on, um, collectively on, um, everything that that that's been going on um thus far i think uh, a great phrase to use is obstacles or opportunities so i understand that COVID held a lot of people back financially i mean i was definitely one of those people that was hurting um but instead of sitting and being upset about it i mean of course you're allowed to grieve like give yourself the seven stages of grief there's right. no one alive that has been through something similar like the COVID-19 pandemic. So give yourself a little bit of credit. But at the same time, there's gotta be a point where after you've fallen a little and have gotten upset, you have to do a 180 and change that around. So it's time to think of innovative ways to make money, innovative ways to stay healthy, whether it's physically, mentally, you should be journaling, um, innovative ways to get ahead of this pandemic so that when everything goes back to normal, you're set um so that's that's what i'm always doing and the other thing about that is it is good to keep um ahead of public affairs events right and it's good to know what is going on in the white house what's going on with the government and on the news um don't just check one source always check multiple sources to make sure you have the most accurate news that is not as not biased of right. course Right. Absolutely. I, I definitely agree with you on that. You know, you definitely can't rely on and lean on one source. You know, you definitely want to really, really do your homework because um, it's always uh, multiple, multiple sides of the coin. I, I, You know, I say all the time and uh, we just want the most accurate information that we could possibly get to just make better decisions and be better Americans. You know what I'm saying? Um, just seems like it's been, though in the entertainment business. Um, and I, and I don't know if it's, it's strategic, if it's strategic, but it just seems like it's been, um, on top of COVID on top of, um, all of the racial profile and stuff on top of everything that we've suffered in this country, um, in 20 and 2000, um, we've been having a lot of artists deaths, um, lately, you know, and, um, I just, I just would like to get your take on, um, you know, it, 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 cause it's scary. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's scary. And, um, it just seemed like it's just a wave of, of artists dying, um, just this year. Um, how, you know, are, are you afraid like, you know, in the entertainment business, because, you know, I've heard the, heard the, the, the saying of, um, you know, getting big, um and becoming a target um i don't know like you know what's what's your take on all of these these mysterious deaths and all of these things that that are happening it's just like they're happening over and over and over and over again and it's more so um the younger youth the younger right. wave or whatever you know in a way you know because i'm i'm one i believe in the energies and, and the vibrations and things that you put out there or whatever um and it is a lot of aggressive energy that a lot of the younger um younger, younger entertainers are putting out there um i just want to get your take on it okay um i think with money 
comes power, and with power comes great responsibility and risk. And with that um, comes a lot of interesting connections and friendships. So you have to really vet who is in your circle, who are you making money with, what values are you okay with sacrificing to get money? And honestly, the answer I think to that should be no values. Mm. If you have to sacrifice your values to get some money, that's probably not a good business transaction. So with that, I mean, there's a hustle in every industry you, you go to, but you don't have to sacrifice your values to get there. Additionally to that, I would say, yeah, the connections and the friends you make, make sure that they're good people who encourage good mental health, good physical health. Um, they're not the kind of people who are going to call you and threaten you or make you feel upset or down about yourself. Right. You have to hold yourself to a standard and validate yourself to have good self-confidence. And it's sad because in this industry, they want you to start so young. They want you to start before you're 18 years old, when you're in one of the primes of your life. Right. And at 18 years old, you haven't even learned how to be an adult. Maybe you haven't even written your own check or done anything financially. Or even, you might not even have had your first serious relationship yet. And all of a sudden, you're in an industry that's very adult-driven. Yes. And um, you have to know what you're doing and have confidence in what you're doing. Because everyone is your critic. Whether right. they're the one paying you or the one who's listening at home trolling you on Instagram or Facebook. Right. So it's, it's hard at that age, but um, if you stick to yourself, you keep up your confidence, you're journaling, you're meditating, and you're listening to the people talking to you on your shoulders. Right, right. I love, it should be fun. I love that. I love that. You know, um, from personal experience, how, how do you how do you get around it with being an attractive woman in this entertainment business? Because you know that there's you know you know how the wolves are. I mean, you've been in this this game for a while, and and I'm pretty sure you've been approached, you know, in in all different types of ways or whatever. Um, what's your ways um, of uh, or or an experience that you possibly could share with us um, to to help other um, inspiring artists um, that's even thinking about even going into this entertainment business? I mean, I can tell you plenty of times from personal experience. It's not just being a woman. I'm also a lesbian, and there there's a lot of people out there who sometimes don't acknowledge that or don't respect that. Um, I'm just I'm very straightforward. Don't touch me. Right. Just don't touch me. I will break your hand if you touch me. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. It yeah, it it, it, but, it um, don't help you having a military <laughs> background too. So I mean, yeah. you know, they 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 I know they don't know that within I, I know but within the the they beauty. Yeah. <laughs> but um, violence is not the answer. But to put a boundary there and tell someone I don't like something, it's fine. They don't want to hire you for a part because they can't touch you. Then. I really probably wasn't going to lead down a good path if you got that part. Right, right. You know, good good advice. Um, you know, with being a, a, a mental health advocate to, um, you know, with you being an, an advocate for mental health, um, was that something that you suffered with as well, that um, that you, you made it out of um, that space in your life? to um, make you want to gravitate to um, actually being an advocate and continuing on that path to to want to help people come out of that dark space? I'd say a, a lot of my life, people always took a lot of my accomplishments as this girl's life is fine, everything is perfect, she is happy, 
But I've, I've been down some really dark roads before. I've been in abusive relationships. I've been in um, very scary situations before in my life. And I'm not ashamed to tell people that I have been to rehab, not for drugs or alcohol, but I went to rehab for mental health um, because I just, I felt like things weren't okay upstairs. So I wanted to make sure I was getting those good skills. I had to learn about boundaries. I didn't have boundaries for a lot of my life. I just, I didn't know how to use them. I didn't know how to not be a people pleaser. So um, I'm not ashamed to talk about those things, especially through my music or through my, my posting, because I want people to see that you can have an amazing life and accomplish things for yourself and, and still not be okay. You're only human. Right, right. You know, I, I definitely agree with you on that because so many people suffer um, with that. And we see it a lot. We see it a lot in the entertainment business, you know, because like I say, on the outside, people, um, they only see the after, the after picture of everything. They see the videos, they see the, the lifestyle that um, that's being presented. Um, and, you know, they think that these people are just living an amazing life. Um, not knowing that, you know, a lot of people in the entertainment business tend to suffer from uh, mental health issues. And, um, you know, it's, 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 you know, it's, it's, it's kind of crazy because, you know, you would think that these people would be on top of the world or whatever. But like you said, again, it ties in with, um, you know, a lot of these people been in the game since they were children and, and didn't right. really have an opportunity to, um, to, to live as a child. You know, they were already working and, and, and becoming the primary um, bread providers for their families, you know, and then the families, you know, play a role in, 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 in the whole situation as well, because then they, you know, become dependent on the child to um, take care of them and, and, and take care of the bills and then and, and forget the fact that, you know, this is a child too, you know, when they want to go and right. play with their friends or have a good time and all of this or whatever, and they can't cause they got to go do this. And I think that, you know, it damages, it damages, um, children in a lot of ways. And, and, you know, when they grow up in the industry and then, um, you know, and, and then being exposed to so many different things. And, you know, a lot of times we hear, you know, parents kind of sacrifice and kind of let the kid go on. And then they exposed to all right. different types of things, you know, all behind money. You know what I mean? I think balance is um, the utmost important, especially if you're parenting a child in the industry. You, you have to have balance. They have to be able to be a kid at some point. You have to say, okay, we're going to go on set today, but I'm going to make sure I dedicate time tomorrow, even if it's just for an hour or two. Let's go to the park, play, get some energy out. Let's go see our friends. There has to be some balance. It can't always be about money and making it. Because that, that stuff will come. That stuff will come. But if you're too sick because you, you didn't balance yourself, you didn't organize your mental health, how are you to enjoy all the perks of coming from your hard work? Absolutely. Now, um, shifting gears, um, stacking up entertainment. Um, you know, you've been, you've, you've been doing music for quite some time. Um, you know, and, and, and have probably uh, been in several situations. You know, I, I used to be, you know, in the music business as an artist on the artist side and, and have been in so many different um, situations um, as well. Um, but 
you know, you 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 get to the point to where you have made a decision and have found a home. Um, how difficult was it for you um, to decide to to do the deal with stacking up and and why? I had to sit and think about it for a while. Um, not because they're a bad company, but because I want to make sure that every decision I make is clean and thorough. And they've never screwed me over. They only have given me the greatest opportunities. I met the greatest people. Um, my music, they really push it out there and they promote it. Um, I, I even have a composer that I started working with, uh, Mr. Michael Dolez, who wrote Behind the Counter. Right. Um, and that's been an incredible experience in itself, too. So when you're out there searching for labels, because there's a bunch of people who they, they talk to you all day saying, I'm going to make you famous and we're going to make millions. When the reality is you have to build a team. Right. And with Stacking Up Entertainment, it, it, it's a team. We're always on each other's side. You know, I'm hearing from Gregory Brown every week. What are we doing next, Jen? Um, this opportunity is coming up. This interview is coming up. So he keeps me very squared away. And he encourages me to go out and make my music while he takes care of everything else because that's what the label does. Right. And, um, you know, so now your deal is um, your deal is in conjunction with Sony as well. I know you're, on, you, you're with Sony Orchard, right? That's um, right. That's our distributor. Okay. Um, how, how have things been um, with having a major, uh, major distribution deal? Um, as, as as opposed to um, being with, with any other distribution. Why Sony? Well, we're, we're trying to be the biggest and the best that we can. This is where we are in the game. So we need to always step it up. How do we reinvent ourselves? How do we make things bigger? And that's, that's why I love this label because they have the same mindset as me when it comes to that. So we're excited to see all the work that Sony Orchard is going to do. I'm very excited to see what happens on November 30th. All the promotions so far has been truly incredible. So I'm very thankful for my label. And I'm, I'm curious to see how Sony is going to step up to the plate and bring it. So right. let's see you go. Yeah, we uh, we, we definitely we definitely want to see that. And, and con congratulations on that, that deal. That's big. Thank you. That's big. Um, I definitely can see um, I definitely can see an upgrade. Um, since you've done the deal with uh, the visuals and, and um, a lot of other incredible things that you've been doing. So I definitely see the upgrade. Um, but like you said, you know, we want to really truly see when um, when the project drops, we want to see then um, what what is it going to do then? Because, you know, that's when you you truly can tell. Um, you know, if you have that muscle behind you or the things that you need to kind of work on, tighten up or whatever, you know, we'll know at that point. Um, how important is it um, for you as far as um, ownership and, and, and how much are you willing to um, to give up to labels, um, you know, with being uh, writing your own songs and, and doing a lot of the things that you do? um on your own you know with with being a songwriter um how important um is that to you when constructing deals with um bringing so much to the table as far as you know being an independent artist i understand that um especially in the music industry the person is the brought is the product and the brand so i understand that without me and without the music there would be no product right. but at the same time we have to be empathetic that labels and managers are doing their job 
they may not be the face in front of everybody, but they have to do so much work behind the scenes. So I think they deserve a fair cut. Not everything, but they do deserve a fair cut for their work. Right, right. I, I agree with you on that. Um, you know, it's just so many different, um, so many different things out here, and I just feel like it's really important for artists to really understand that, um, you know, creating the music is the easiest part. You know, really having your business constructed and and understanding how the music business works is uh, one of the most important things because you know we've seen so many different examples of um you know so many of the favorite artists that we love that sold millions and millions of records you know got plaques and everything or whatever and you know to walk away from you know the business with anything with nothing you know um from lack of understanding and you know a lot of artists do get taken advantage of you know what i'm saying i mean you know um for a while you know the music business was you know kind of constructed in that way you know what i'm saying um you know targeting talented people um talented artists you know who lack um the business knowledge um you know or easy targets and and um easy targets and easily to to take advantage of and you know a couple albums and millions and millions of dollars later you know when you somebody gets in your ear or or, you know you wake up and, and start asking questions you know it's important to you know understand what you're what you're signing and understand the contracts and, and, you know, getting an entertainment lawyer to uh, look over your paperwork or whatever, because I just feel like it's a lot of examples out there. So, you know, in 20 and 2020 and 2021 and, and going on in the future, I feel like artists shouldn't be making the same mistakes that, right. um, you know, because these people um, paved the way and kind of sacrificed and went through the all of, all of this stuff or whatever. So, you know, we should know to not make those mistakes. This is what I'll say on that is there's a difference between something's a hobby and something's a career. Mm. If it's if I was to just sing and play music all day, maybe I post it on YouTube or something like that, um, then it's a hobby. Right. But if I want to make it a career, not only can I be a singer, I have to be a business man or woman or person. Right. I have to be. I have to know be familiar with the law. I have to be familiar with how publishing works, the distribution. What is every single person's role on the team? Now, I don't have to be technically proficient to a T, right. but I have to be familiar with everything or at least know someone I trust who will give me the right answers. Because if I just sign a piece of paper, a 30-page contract, which is a pretty small contract, it's only 30 page, right. and I don't read through it and read all the left and right and in between, then I could make no money. If I'm taking that much work and that much step to make something a career, why wouldn't I read something that's going to tell me how much money I'm going to make and how I'm going to make it? Absolutely. And don't be afraid to argue it too. Right. Don't. Like people can be very scary and intimidating, but if you can reason and compromise, you can get what you need. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because if you're at that point, I feel like if you're at that point, they want you, you know what I'm saying? So um, we, we got to always keep that in mind. You know, you get to that level and get to that point, you know, you're right. Stand up for yourself and, and speak yeah. out, you know what I mean? Because they want you, trust me. But they'll try to, if, I mean, you know, if, 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 if you let somebody, you know, it's kind of on you at that point. If you let somebody run game on you, you know what I'm saying? We old enough to know, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I, I, I definitely, uh, I definitely agree with you on that. Now, you know, um, 
you 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 know you, you getting your acting game on too you know you like i say you you wear multiple hats which makes you um that much of a threat in this entertainment business um you know you uh you, you get your acting on as well um let's talk about like um in any projects um as far as in the acting space uh that's hit the table for you I would say right now that's probably the most dormant part of my life. I've been doing a couple of photo shoots. I've been doing brand promotion and things like that, additional to my music. Um, unfortunately, the industry is really like kind of quiet right now. Right. right now we have a band. We can't work after 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. If you've been on most movie sets, you're there at 4 p.m. until like 5 a.m. in the morning. So that's definitely been an issue with opportunities a little less auditions or a little bit more virtual and of course they can't do the full crew that they would like to do due to covid so unfortunately it's been a little quiet for me i'm getting really hungry i really want to like get back into the acting industry but obstacles are opportunities so now i can focus a little bit more on my music and modeling until it gets more safe absolutely now um you know speaking of modeling um you know, uh, congratulations on the new brand ambassadorship for uh, PHKM Clothing. That's um, right. I've I seen love Michael. He's great. I've seen that. I've seen <laughs> that so ad. Sweet. He just mailed it to me, and I was like, okay, I promise you I'm going to go out and get some photos done. So I got some professional photos done there. Um, they're not ready to be published yet, but um, I'm always down to help people support their brand because I, I know that they would do the same for me. So I, I love to put myself out there for them. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm I'm digging a little. I'm digging a little video commercial ad that you did or whatever. You know, I Thank thought you. I thought that was uh, with you know, with the fishnets and all that or whatever. I thought that was super super dope. Um, I'm love I'm loving the brand as well, and um, I went checked them out or whatever. And they 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 got some pretty dope stuff over there. So congratulations super on that. Super comfy too. Like you know, sometimes you put a t-shirt on, you're like. And you don't want to take it right off. <laughs> right, 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 right. Absolutely. Um, like, okay, now November 30th um, is the date that Behind the Counter is actually officially dropping. Um, right. Let's talk about that that whole concept, Behind the Counter, because, um, you know, you're, you're a pretty deep writer. And the things that you put down, I noticed from listening to your music and being a fan, um your, your stuff always have some relevancy and always have some meaning to it. So um, behind the counter, and I, I love the um, I love the the uh, the artwork as well. I don't know if you were aware, but you know you on the billboard over on um, on the station on the radio station page. You on the, oh yeah, you, you didn't know that you on the big you on the big billboard over there. You've been over there for uh, almost a week on the big oh, billboard. Nice. Yeah, dope. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, I love the, I love the uh, the cover art. Um, we had it in the meeting and they loved it because uh, we had to get everything approved and and they loved it. They approved it immediately and they they put it up on the big billboard over on the on the um, station website. And um, I want to know I, I want to talk about that behind the counter. Why that title and and what's the meaning behind it? Absolutely. Um, so it's interesting my label manager's uncle wrote this song um, a little bit a, a little bit ago and um, he was just giving me some music he's like try it out try singing the lyrics and stuff try to bring it to life so I really try to put myself back back in the day kind of like my college days following like that that childhood love like that puppy love 
Right. And um, really just try to put that romantic and passion into it. And he loved it. And he said, okay, we're going to make some masters. We're going to put it out there. Um, we're going to get a music video for it. And we're, we're going to release it. So I was super excited to be a part of that journey for him to bring his beautiful song to life. And it's about a girl who works behind the counter. Um, she works at a bar and she, this guy constantly comes in and she's just falling in love with him and daydreaming about him. So it's kind of like her perspective of going through having a crush and, and puppy love. Right. And I mean, I, I felt like that many a times in my life, um, not with men, more like with women, but um, yeah, it's just, it's great to be able to sing this song and narrate that this love song for this heterosexual couple. Right. Now, if um, if you don't mind, just curious, okay. just curiosity, being that we're in that that pocket right there right now. Um, okay, now, has it? How long have you been in that space? You know, and and I'm and I'm sure I'm asking this for a lot of the guys because it's a letdown for um a lot of your guy fans or whatever. You know, what I mean, I'm telling you the emails. I show you these emails. They're crazy. They they love I'm you. Sorry. They love you. <laughs> well, but sorry, not sorry to be honest. <laughs> just trying to understand. Um, you know, was it something that um converted you know you over to that space or was it something that you explored and and liked it or i'm just trying to just get the understanding of it so you know i can understand okay um i, I was born this way i i've always been a lesbian my whole life i have dated men so i have you could say explored men right. um i i came out around eighth grade it was a transitioning time in my life from being a child into a young teenager, and um, I was discovering a lot of things about myself, making new friends, um, evolving how I would grow up to be. And um, I grew up in a small town, and and back then, like we we hadn't even legalized gay marriage at that time. Right. So um, I came out to a lot of people. I was trying to be unapologetically myself and be honest in who I was. And um, for a lot of my friends, I was the first person came out or first person they knew um, that was gay. And I felt like in that small town, I was able to help other people pave the way just by being honest and, and open about myself. Um, and then, of course, like I've had the conversation of religion with myself because I, I was baptized Catholic and I did my communion and everything. And the reality is... I learned at some point that I can't stop trying to be straight or can't stop trying to be bi and try to date guys because I'm not into them. I don't like them. And um, just because society thinks that I should be with a guy, I'm sorry, but I'm not right. sorry. Right. I, I I get it. It's just, you know, you, you I mean, you you know what I'm saying. I mean, I, 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 know what you're saying. I mean, it's a good conversation to have out there because, um, you know, as we go through the years, um, more LGBTQIA figures are coming out and they're paving the way in history. So young people who are looking at this, who aren't sure exactly how they identify, um, feel more comfortable to say, I, I am normal. I can be accepted. Do you, do you agree with, um, do you agree with, cause you know, a lot, a lot of people, um, 
a lot of people come over to the other side, you know, from, from being in failed relationships for so long. And then, you know, they got this, this girlfriend or whatever that's been there and all of this. And then they, you know, they're talking and then it kind of converts and happens. And then, you know, we got a lot, a lot of, a lot of people who, who are not, um, you know, born that way or whatever. Um, ex, you know, exploring the options and not judging anybody. You know what right. I'm saying? I, that's not what I do, but I right. do. I am curious to know, um, I'm just trying to understand the psyche of it all. Like, um, you know, not having a desire for um, a man in any way. But I think the thing that confuses me is, you know, women who who are gay um, and and don't desire men or like men in any way, but, you know, want to look like a man. Now, can you explain that 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 part of it for me? Because I'm confused. Okay, I get it, you know, um, and I understand you look like a woman and you're not trying to, you know, wear the short hair like a guy, wear un, uh, uh, suspenders and, and work belts and boots. And, uh, you know, you're not trying to look like a guy. And, you, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you're, you're being you. You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, so can I, you explain that? I understand that? what you mean. I, I think... So in a lot of um, heteronormativity culture, so well, it means normalizing heterosexual culture, seeing things a little more black and white. Gotcha. Um, what they don't always teach you is don't always put how you express yourself to your sex. Don't even put it to your gender. Mm. So if you feel like wearing a dress and you identify as a straight guy, then why can't you wear a dress? Mm. The dress shouldn't be associated to woman. Now, has it been associated to woman like the entire history? Yes, but slowly and slowly, the LGBTQIA community is trying to show that that shouldn't that shouldn't be attached to your gender or your sex. So it, I always tell people: identify and express yourself as you should. There's no um, right or wrong. To how you dress, to how you act. Right. It's got to be a hundred percent you. I get it. I get it. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't connect. So now, when we connect in religion into it, um, you know, because you know they had to, you know, they had the situation with the Pope, and he was heavily criticized for, um, you know, lightening the load as far as, um, you know, the beliefs and. After all these years, um, it was it was devastating for him to, you know what I'm saying? Like connecting religion into it um, and biblically what it's saying, um, you know, how does that impact you in any type of way or um, or whatever? Because, I mean, like you said, um, you know, you 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 were uh, um, Catholic. Uh, you're, you're Catholic. I identify as, as Catholic. Um... My, I still have a relationship with God, and I, I pray to Him, and I believe Him, and um, I do still read the Bible. I understand how some people may find that hypocritical based on my lifestyle, but um, regardless, I have to do what's true to myself and what right. makes me feel good um, uh, above all. Mm. And um, some people use the Bible more as the law of life, right. and some people use the Bible as, as 
a great and brilliant guide to get you through. But at the end of the day, if you're not happy, then you're you're not happy. Right. You have to be happy. You have to put yourself first and give yourself good self care. I get it. Absolutely. And this is it, it's I I love having this conversation because there's so many questions that people are afraid to ask. Absolutely. They're afraid to offend people. And like they're, they're, I think that we should be more open and honest and, and tell the truth about it. Right. You know, um, I, I, I think that, you know, growing up, I think that, um, you know, as a child, you know, you only know, you only know what you know. You only right. know what was, you know, installed in you um because you know kids at that age you know we're like uh fresh computers coming out the box you know or a fresh phone when you you know take it out the box and you get it, it don't have all the apps and the heck you know stock apps that come of course right. but you know right. it don't have all the other your favorite little apps and different things that you enjoy and that you like or whatever so you know what we we can you know it's, it's just like with racism i don't think that people are born racist Oh, it's 100% nurture. It's 100% nurture. Right, right. So, you know, I, 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 I think that I think that it's just lack of understanding in certain spaces when it comes down to certain things, because, you know, even I, you know, with talking to older, um, older figures or whatever uh, about certain things that I may have been taught growing up to believe but then as i got older and explored information and you know asked questions about certain things i'm viewed a certain type of way as you know something other than biblical because right. because i asked a question about that or i asked why so i, I you know I, I think that it's um it it is it's, it's just you know people were were taught a certain type of thing and that's all right. they know and, and and have not opened up the mind to um, view things a different type of way because it's you know you've been taught you know it's the Bible's way and 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 these other commandments and this what it is and if you violate that you're going to hell that's all you know that's all we've ever heard you know what I'm saying and it's hard to break through when when a pattern has been established in your life especially in your youth it's very hard to see something different and to to break that path. And like I said, this whole interview, I, I am not acting on religion. I right. think it's important for a lot of people, including myself, but it, it can't always be used as something to punish yourself. So you got to look at it the positive way. I mean, the community I grew up in, grew up in, it was go to school, get good grades, go to college, get a good job, get married, have a family, and that's it. Right. When I came out to California and I met all these people who – Wealthy, never went to school, never got any type of education <laughs> except they were just street smart and really good at business. It, it was culture shock to me because that's not what I grew up with. Right. So it's very hard to adapt into new environments that you're in. So absolutely, I, I understand um, going back to the, the conversation about LGBTQIA that I can understand why it might be hard for someone to initially understand it but i mean with time and research and openness it's understandable right 
Vibe Show 97.9, we just in here vibing out with the one and only Jennifer Messina. We in here having serious dialogue and serious conversation. The conversations that they don't want to talk about, we right. talking about it right now. Because we real. We letting them have it right now. If you ain't ready, you can exit the room right now. Now, um, 